What is up, Not So Pro Football Talk? This is Vince the Prince here with a new segment called Medical Hour with NSP. I am your host, Vince the Prince. So let's get right into it, guys. I'm going to tell you how this how this segment of videos is going to break down. I'm going to go ahead and go over injuries that went ahead and happened over this week five of the NFL. And with that, I'm going to tell you which guys got injured. Are they fantasy relevant? Are they not fantasy relevant? And most of the time, I'm going to start with the fantasy relevant guys because I know most of y'all are here to get some information on who to start for fantasy, how long these guys are going to be out. And yeah, that's the basis of this segment. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start this segment here because I'm a little bit more medically savvy. Uh, not to say that the guys like AJ and Reed aren't medically savvy, but I look a little bit more into this stuff as I am going into a medical area for my career. So with that said, I'll go ahead and start it with one of the guys that got hurt this past week in week five, and that is Khalil Herbert, running back for the Bears. So I know the Bears aren't the best team currently in the NFL, but if you have Khalil Herbert in your flex or your right running back two position, this is going to hurt you just because it looked like a gruesome ankle injury. It was non-contact, but it looks like something that could have him out this week. They're going up against the Vikings, which should have been a pretty decent matchup for the running game. But who knows? Maybe he'll be out one week. Maybe he'll be out multiple weeks. But from what it looks like, he did not get back into the game. They had to run with their fullback blasting game. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen that guy a lot. He only has three carries in his entire NFL career. Uh, so that was really cool to see him. Good for him. He got some some shining moments out there with uh, the Bears as they went ahead and, you know, got the dub. But uh, it's not looking good for the running back crew there, except for maybe one guy. Uh, he was injured this week, too, but his name is Rashawn Johnson, and he was on concussion protocol from this week as well. So Kalu Herbert went down, Rashawn Johnson went down, and Travis Homer was dealing with a hamstring injury. So he was not available either. Uh, so they had to rely on blasting game, just like I said. But Rashawn Johnson should be the guy that you should be trying to pick up if he's available on your waiver wires, just because he is probably the most likely to be healthy this week. I know he has a concussion, but he should be coming back fairly quickly because they had the Thursday game. He has some extra days to rest and hopefully get cleared. Um, but if not, look at guys like maybe Travis Homer to go ahead and take over the Bears snaps there. Uh, he is dealing with a pesky hamstring injury, but he just might be able to get healthy as well. So maybe not Khalil Herbert this week. We'll have to keep up and see what uh, Matt Eberflus says about his team and the running game. But moving on, we'll go ahead and go to some quarterbacks, guys. I know maybe at least one of these guys was in a lot of y'all starting lineups because he was in one of mine. And that's Anthony Richardson. So unfortunate. He had an AC injury. No, not like the AC in your house. But this is an acromioclavicular joint injury. Yeah, big words there. Basically, that's your shoulder. Right shoulder for him. He went ahead and got a grade three uh, diagnosis. Basically, that means that he's got some tears in some of his ligaments out there. Uh, it is still considered kind of a sprain injury just because 
you know, ligaments can reheal, but it's very slow. Uh, from what I heard is that they're thinking minimum four weeks with him. So he's going to be out. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they could possibly put him on IR just to, you know, go ahead and get another quarterback on their roster just to roll with the punches. But Minshew should be the guy going forward for at least the next four weeks, possibly even more. Uh, in my personal opinion, I'm not an expert yet. Uh, I just do a little bit of research here and there for medical stuff. But I think that Anthony Richardson is going to be out for at least six weeks. Um, grade three injury to the AC joint, the acromioclavicular joint, is pretty gruesome. And guys tend to re-injure themselves quite a bit in those shoulder injuries. This is even worse because it's Anthony Richards' throwing arm. It's not looking good, guys. Colts were looking like they could possibly win this division. I'm not too sure if they can do that with Minshew. He is great, but from what we saw, he's not an Anthony Richardson, and they're going to need to lean on Jonathan Taylor now. So if you have Jonathan Taylor there on uh, your fantasy team, it's looking really good for you guys. So keep it up. Try to stay up with the Anthony Richardson injury here on the medical hour with me, Vince the Prince. But moving on, probably a guy that nobody had, nobody whatsoever. Uh, maybe if you're in a 14-man league or a 16-man league, like we've heard some people are, you might have Daniel Jones possibly starting this week or just on your bench. Well, it's tough to say here, but Daniel Jones is probably not going to be on any rosters for possibly the rest of the season. Yes, I said that, and you heard that correct. Possibly the rest of the season. This is an injury to his neck, and neck injuries are not good. Uh, and he said back in 2021 when he had the similar neck injury, he says it kind of feels almost exactly the same. And with that injury, he was out for the last five weeks of the season as well as some of the offseason. So this is not looking good for Daniel Jones. I mean, they're going up against the Jags next, but – if it's feeling the same as it was in 2021, I don't see them starting him. It's a big oof for the Giants organization as they just paid him quite a bit of money for the next four years. Uh, hopefully he can get back healthy, but I mean, might not be a bad loss for them. Maybe they'll have to move on a quarterback. Maybe they'll look at some more guys in this upcoming draft to see if they can get another quarterback to run with. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, Anybody on the waiver wire is probably better than Daniel Jones. He is ranked as not the worst quarterback, but the second worst. And the only guy who's a lot worse than him is Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones is also kind of dealing with an injury, but he should be playing. I mean, it's it's Mac Jones. He's, he's going to play. I don't know what the Patriots are doing there, but somehow they trust in this guy. But Daniel Jones and Mac Jones, Joneses are the worst in the NFL. So if you have anybody else that you can pick up, I mean, any quarterback will do. Even Minshew is way better than Daniel Jones, in my opinion. And that's because they don't have as much talent on the Colts roster. But moving on from those quarterbacks, we're going to move to one of my favorite positions. And that is Travis Kelsey at the tight end position. He is another guy who's dealing with an ankle injury due to a non-contact slip on that artificial turf. And yes, if you've been keeping up with the Swifties uh, out there in the Twitter world, you know that the Swifties do not like artificial turf. 
and a lot of guys do not like it either. Uh, but it is in more than half of the stadiums out there, if I'm not mistaken. have to do my research more on that. But artificial turf is something that it's just part of the game now. Um, you, people wear special shoes, whether it's on grass, artificial turf, whether it's on some type of sod type of grass too. Um, it's just hard, guys. You know, injuries happen in the NFL. But luckily for Travis Kelsey, he's looking like he could possibly be okay here. Uh, I'm looking at my notes here. And, I mean, I think he's going to be good for next week. I think they'll keep him out of practice. I definitely think this is just a, a tweak, uh, possibly, like, if you want to call it a grade one ankle sprain. I don't know if it was a high ankle sprain or a low ankle sprain, but it looked like it was not something to worry about because they taped that sucker up, and he was back in the game right after halftime, that same game. So look for Travis Kelsey to still be in the starting lineup. You should not have to worry, but keep tabs on it because maybe he does practice and he kind of aggravates it by rolling it again. But if the Kansas City Chiefs are smart, they would hold him out for practice, you know, get him on the bike so he can get some cardio in there and, you know, get him ready for this week as they play up against the Denver Broncos easy game for Travis Kelsey to go off. Hopefully, if you have him in fantasy, that is the case. Moving on to some of my last fantasy guys, and this is going into the running back position. And I want to start off with a guy who's probably not going to be out that long. Uh, It shouldn't be too bad, and I don't know too much information on him right now from his injury, as the organization is kind of being a little hush-hush. But that is James Conner. He's dealing with a knee injury. I don't know if you guys were watching the game, but they played quite well again this week. Uh, but James Conner was injured. So if you had him in your roster like I did in one of my fantasy leagues, uh, you were kind of disappointed with him only getting about four or five points, depending on the league that you're in. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm just waiting more information on this. I will keep you all updated but it seems like he's not going to be a go for this week as of now with the information that I have. This could change as it is only Monday, but we'll go ahead and see, guys. You never know. But good news for the Cardinals organization is they might have gotten a steal with one of their guys in the death chart, and that guy's name is Omari DiMercado. And if you're watching the game, you saw this guy, you saw that how consistent he was and how successful he was with that offensive line for the Cardinals. Uh, 10 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Yes, this isn't insane, but this is like replicating what James Conner was doing. And this guy is much smaller, but he is very fast. So good for Di Mercado. He should be a good guy to get off of waivers here because from what I'm thinking is James Conner should be out at least one week until we find out further news on what this knee injury is Uh, but moving on to another knee injury this one should be a little bit more worrisome for some of you fantasy owners because that is devon a chan or a chain we still don't know how to say it here on this channel and i am pretty good at last names but his last name just keeps changing in my opinion so i'm not 100 sure but like i said knee injury for a chan it's not looking good, guys. I mean, he's being evaluated, and the information should be released soon. But I still don't have it. But it's not looking very good because they're kind of hush-hush there with the organization as well. Uh, it says 
that expect Mostert to be the bell cow this week if something is not going in the right direction for A-Chan and this knee injury. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, right, guys? You see a guy popping off, you pick up, you spend all your fab on him, and then, bam, injury. <laughs> That's how it works. But as, in my medical mind, this is always something for the NFL to, to have. Uh, injuries are always going to happen to some of the most – needed players in fantasy and some of these organizations. So HN was the upcoming guy. Sad to see, but they have the Panthers next. Mostert should feast if HN is good to go, as I said, because I don't have too much information on this knee injury as of now. We'll wait for the testing, but whoever's the running back there is going to eat. I mean, the Panthers are not very good against the run, but We'll see what Mostert can do because I think he's going to get bulk of the snaps even if HN is healthy and playing because they don't want him to re-aggravate that injury as he could be their running back of the future for at least the next four years. Moving on, these are going to be some guys who are not fantasy worthy unless you like the run game, uh, but they are not running backs. They are not tight ends who block. They are the offensive linemen. And AJ will love this segment, but if you guys are looking for more fantasy advice here on this video, this is probably where you could log off. But if you love hearing what I have to say about these injuries and how it's going to affect the teams and their run game, go ahead and stay tuned here, guys. Uh, I'll use this section as a break for me. Go ahead and hit the like button. Hit that subscription button on YouTube. If you're watching somewhere else, go ahead come to YouTube. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers here and we're doing a giveaway. We hit 500 subscribers just a few days ago and we are doing another giveaway like we always do when we hit those hundred follower milestones. So come along, subscribe, make sure that you are live in all of our lives and you could possibly win this giveaway. Not too sure if we're going to be giving it away Monday, Tuesday, maybe later on. We'll see. But all you have to make sure is that you are subscribed and you are live when we have our lives released. So moving on, offensive lineman Chandler Jones plays for the Panthers as well. So if you are relying on Miles Sanders or Chuba Hubbard in that run game, which I mean, they're not the best, but they are fantasy relevant. Um, Chandler Zavala had a very, very scary neck injury. It seemed like he just got hit with it. His neck, something happened. I'm not too sure. Maybe a spinal uh, type of tweak, you can call it. Uh, but his body went totally limp, and he just fell flat as a piece of, of wood, man. Like, he just fell flat on his face, and it was very scary. Uh, but we got health updates that night. Uh, like I said, I am recording this on Monday. So on Sunday when I got the news, I was keeping up. And he had movement in all his extremities. He was released from the hospital there, and he flew home with the Panthers organization. So if you are an offensive lineman lover, just like our boy AJ is, um, his status is still pending, but he is healthy enough to walk out of the hospital. So this is great news. I do not know if he's going to start, but that is a loss for the Panthers. It is what it is, guys. You know, stuff happens, like I said. We're just thankful that he's healthy, and they go up against the Dolphins this week. So if you are relying on that run game, they still should be good. But the Dolphins also are, you know, the Dolphins. We'll go ahead and see what happens with the run game there as the score should be pretty high and the pass should be the main focus.
moving on, we're going to have another offensive lineman who I just got some really bad news on a couple of hours before I started recording for this, and that's Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, a very, very promising offensive lineman. I believe this is his second year in the NFL. Could be his third. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but he plays for the Jets, guys. I mean, Brees Hall just had an amazing game, uh, an amazing 72-yard touchdown run. This is because of the offensive line. Every time you're rooting for those running backs, you're also rooting for the offensive line, guys. Uh, but Elijah Barrett Tucker is a big loss on the offensive line for the Jets. <sighs> Achilles injuries are relevant this year, guys. That's already, I believe, three or four of them. It's not looking good for these types of injuries. He's out for the season, sadly. So the Jets are going to have to realign that lineup however they want to on the offensive line, whether they're just going to plug and play the next uh, guy in that rotation or if they're going to move stuff around. But luckily... The Jets are looking good in the run game so far, so this one might not hurt them extremely. But, I mean, a loss is a loss, and that's one of their best players on the team. So super sad to see that he's out for the year with an Achilles tear. Uh, I don't think it was a rupture completely because they still were doing an MRI and everything looked intact until they got the news back. Uh, his Achilles is just, just not ready for football and all that contact that the offensive lineman gets. So... He's done for the season, but the Jets play the Eagles. It's going to be a very tough week, so make sure you look at your lineups and see if Brees Hall is the guy to play. Uh, but moving on to the last injury that I have here, it's another neck injury, guys, but this one's on the defensive side. And this one's a big loss, and this is the only reason I'm going over the defensive uh, player here because it's a big loss to America's team, and that's Leighton Van Der Esch. Uh, it's not a season-ending injury as of from what I know right now, but – it is a neck injury, and that's always scary because you don't know if these guys can come back healthy enough to come back and make those big tackles at the linebacker position. So Leighton Van Der Esch has a neck injury. He's possibly going to move to the IR is what I've been hearing, but we have to wait for the Cowboys as well as Jerry Jones to come out and say exactly what will happen. Uh, so more info is to come if you are a Cowboys fan and you are worried about Leighton Van Der Esch and how his – tenure might be there with the Cowboys as of this injury but as of right now I do not know too much as it just came out a couple of hours ago but the Cowboys do play the Chargers it was a really bad loss to the 49ers so hopefully they can regain their steps and maybe move to four and two after playing the Chargers it's not going to be an easy game but hopefully they can stay healthy but yeah guys hopefully you guys like this segment this is the medical hour with NSP and I am your host, Vince the Prince. I'm going to be signing off here, but like I said, go ahead and hit the like button, hit the subscription button on YouTube, and we appreciate you watching in wherever you are watching. Uh, but of course, we are having our giveaway because we just hit 500 subscribers. We're on the road to 1,000 just so we can have that 1K there. We, we really want it. We just want one, guys. Uh, but uh, go ahead and hit the subscription button, and... As we always say, guys, keep on grinding.